0: What do you get out of LaCroix that you don't get out of something else?
1: Um, Endurance.
0: You heard it here first. Out of house mm-hmm. this is episode three. This is quarantine day 21.
1: Wow, it's
0: gone by quite fast.
1: The first week felt crazy long, and now it's just starting to shoot the by us. together. Yeah, the third week went by so fast.
0: I agree, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, how's, how's your week been, Claudia?
1: Um, well, it's been a lot less dramatic since last week. Uh, the calls have stopped.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah,
1: things have mellowed out. You know, it's been a very PG, positive week for me.
0: Our security director hit me up yesterday to ask okay. if the calls were still happening. And I, I said, thankfully, no. and He yeah. was like, great. Exactly. You know what I
1: bet scared them off? What? This podcast.
0: Do you think they listened to We Bought a House and they're like, Woo we don't yeah, want to th- mess with them. Yeah, we don't,
1: don't want to mess with them. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Claudia Sulerski.
1: Yeah, they heard your imitations and they're like, uh, we don't want to mess with We already
0: know that. about your life. It's quite a, quite a, quite a call to receive several days in a row.
1: God, it's so scary.
0: Are do you, is it f- I, like I think in life you have a bad time and then it gets funnier over time. Is it funny to you yet,
1: babe? It was funny like day two, but <laughs> I didn't want to admit it because it was happening to me. Here's right. okay. If we were to flip the situation, if it was happening to you, mm. I would find it as like I would find it funny as fast as you did, which okay. is pretty much immediately.
0: Right, do you I, know what I mean? Absolutely. It's I like think if you're
1: the one that's being targeted, it's a little different.
0: A hundred percent. I also think it's it's a question of like if it was happening to a friend of ours, mm-hmm. then you know that's the funniest version. <laughs> you know, God,
1: that's so terrible.
0: But it's true. Yeah, it is true. Um, things that would would really bother you if they happen to you are really funny if they happen to your friends. Yeah. If as long as they don't actually cause the friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If it's you know. Not something that's serious.
0: Has there been a time in your life where something's happened to your friend? You don't have to name them, okay? But where something's happened to your friend, where um, you're like, if this was happening to me, I would be, f- I would be furious. And because mm. it's happening to my friend, it's only hilarious.
1: Um, I can't think of a specific instance. I mean, I feel like anything that's like an injury, but not a serious in- injury,
0: mm-hmm. can be funny. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, That time that you fell off the bed while we were 69ing and fucked up your whole arm was pretty good.
1: My (laughs) God. I wish I could insert a photo here because I had the craziest bruise on my elbow for like three weeks following that.
0: It was a huge ostrich egg bump immediately too.
1: Did I like crack the windowsill? Did Did I cause any damage to the house?
0: It doesn't matter to me. Oh my god. That was really funny though.
1: That was ac- that was the funniest thing that's ever happened while us having sex.
0: Yes, during coitus. Um,
1: next to you <laughs> farting so loud the second time. We, we ever, had sex, ever. We ever had sex ever. Yeah, that was that so sucked. funny. That sucked. We both just looked at each other and started dying laughing. Yeah,
0: it was terrible. Was I'm so glad it wasn't the first time, to be I know. fair.
1: Did you see that? You threw me in front of the bus. I had to say something.
0: I figured that was this. where that was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry now for you outing thin? you. I just thought it was funny.
1: Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. It was hilarious. I rolled right off the bed, smacked my elbow on the windowsill. So hard. So hard. Um, and then, yeah, I had a golf ball of a bump on my elbow.
0: So this is a thing that you talked about doing on our podcast and i'm gonna propose it to you uh peak and pit of the week
1: Ooh, okay what's the pit um let's see i'm gonna try to make this not peach related because i feel like (laughs) she's always doing things where i'm like no you know what my pit was spilling my matcha this morning Oh, that's such a like millennial problem and first world problem.
0: It's it's you know those things though, especially you'd taken great care to make your cup of matcha oh, and yeah. then and then you spilled it. Did you had you had a sip?
1: I did have a sip, um, and I put honey in it and collagen powder. Like it was like a locked and loaded matcha. Um, I, I, don't I felt know if really that, bad for you. I don't know if that would be my pit of the week. That's more of like pit of the morning, um, peak of the week, definitely. <laughs> You can guess what I'm going to say.
0: I have no idea. What's it, the peak of your week?
1: Animal Crossing.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Let's just talk about it because everyone else is.
0: Yeah, so I I'm a, a, a sort of a passive gamer. I'm I'm a I'm a gamer in terms of like if I'm a busy person and I'm, you know, working on an album or whatever, I play I play no video games. It's hard for me to play them without feeling you, like I'm procrastinating.
1: You play, like, half a game and then tap out. Yeah, it's, but... Your your gaming patterns, I've never seen in anyone else. But... They're very non-addictive. We're
0: quarantining, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I do love video games, and I, there's this, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm not going to talk to the people like they don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and I wanted to play it with Claudia, so I... I, I bought her a uh, Nintendo Switch Lite and Animal Crossing.
1: You really went all out just like to play you, with me. I I had no tools or resources to join this venture with you, and you just supplied me with everything.
0: Imagine if I just bullied you into buying a game console to play with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not fair.
1: That's really. I was sweet. like,
0: here here, take this, and then play with me. And now, dare I say, you're you're more into it than I am. Um, I like it.
1: Here's the thing: is I'm like two days behind you on the timeline of our games and what i'm starting to notice because i'm only on like day three of playing animal crossing is you wake up with new challenges and and you know different things every morning so when you're talking about oh are you building the shop yet like that's a timeline thing Mm -hmm. i could have never reached that until the next morning yes but here we are now so i'm trying to play this weird game of catch up, but now i'm realizing that i never fully will (laughs) i know what you mean you know
0: well, I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I feel like all it would really probably take is for me to miss like one day.
1: Oh, you're right. You know? But we're, we're on this pattern of playing every single day. We do seem to be so playing every day. I'll always be a little bit behind you. But here's the thing, is this addiction that I'm starting to have, <laughs> and I feel that you have, it's, they're very, um, like, reliant on each other, and, and we kind of egg each other on, like, I, would, I wouldn't be the one to throw on the switch in the morning in bed, but you did that yesterday morning. And <laughs> did because that. you did terrible. that, I've never, it, it allowed me to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm, well, that, but this is the point of why I wanted to get it for you. Is like <laughs> it, it helps, and I mean, it's like... What uh, were we
1: just doing before this?
0: Yeah, it's it's like they always the thing about how you should never drink alone, right? It's yeah. like... It's a social yeah. activity. Yeah, Yeah. they definitely promote each other's... Like
1: if one of us is playing it, then the other's like, oh my God, I, I also have to be playing then. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. So then it's we very up, true.
1: We have like, how many times do you, think, do you think we sit down and play? Maybe like four different times? A, once what, in the morning, day? like midday, before bed.
0: I bet we do... What have we done today? One?
1: Yes. Yeah, so down far once, it's one.
0: And then I feel like we're going to do it again probably one more time today. I think it'll be only two today. Too? Yeah, that's my I, theory. Yeah. You know?
1: You know what I'm really excited about today? What? Um, let's wash our cars. Okay. Because so- what the hell else are we gonna do on a Sunday?
0: I know that we proposed that, but I'm just I'm just doing the math.
1: Oh, it's about to rain. It's gonna rain for a week. Rain we then.
0: can't wash our cars. Is it
1: gonna be raining all of this week?
0: Every day has like projected rain. <sighs> which sucks.
1: It's so <laughs> I used to love rainy days, but now that we have a dog that we need to walk, it just makes life harder. We
0: have a dog that we need poor to walk things cooped up in the an house. old house that leaks.
1: Oh, yeah, true, So
0: hopefully this will be our, our uh, test to well, see if it rains into my studio again, which I really it, hope it doesn't.
1: If it does leak, at least your panels are all ripped out, so you're not going to be yeah. <laughs> damaging any new oh, pieces. That was
0: painful 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 so your so your pit of the week was spilling your matcha today <laughs> so to speak and peak of the week was animal crossing oh
1: my god that sucks yeah what are yours
0: um pit of the week let's see what was pit of the week i'll try to think of um one. bill withers died
1: oh that was i really love sad. bill
0: withers i watched a documentary about him and his daughter when i was like just starting out as a songwriter mm. and Bill Withers just rocks. He, here's another interesting, like, I feel like I see a lot of lists, like sort of sl- slow-movation on the internet of like, you know, never forget that like so-and-so started at this age and, you know, died young. And then this other person didn't even make any money until they were 59 years old. Like, mm-hmm. have you seen those like things? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, and somebody can fact check me. I think Bill Withers wrote his first song at 40.
1: Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's really crazy.
0: It's pretty awesome.
1: That really shows that you can sort of change your life at any age.
0: Think about how much life he had lived prior to writing his first song. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome.
1: Um, Here's a random tangent question. Sure. Do you feel the pressures of having to achieve like all of your greatest, you know, wishes, desires? Wishes and desires throughout your 20s to set yourself up? (laughs)
0: Well, I'm the wrong person to talk to because I already have. I pretty much thought "Mm, I want to be a record producer slash songwriter singer in my lifetime. And I want to go on some tours and maybe someday eventually I'll be nominated for a Grammy. Mm -hmm. So in many ways, I'm sort of done with my you know, vision board, so to speak. And now I'm just reassessing what brings me fulfillment on a daily level in life. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
1: but do you feel any sort of maybe pressure within yourself? Um,
0: to get stuff done,
1: to feel, well, just to keep up with mm. sort of the pace that you've brought yourself to.
0: Right. If like, that makes
1: sense. Like, like I, you've achieved so many great things and for sure, Anyone can measure that as like, you've done it all. Now you can chill, you can relax. But do you feel like you're at this point at this age right now? You gotta keep going or
0: listen, I make music, you know, I, I create anything that I create because I it brings me joy. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not gonna stop doing that as long as it brings me joy. Um, I don't feel and I've talked to a couple friends of mine who do the same thing I do about this, like I don't feel the I don't have like the addiction to, mm. the the sort of like accolades yeah. per se, right? Like, I don't I don't have any feeling of like can't wait to win another grant. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I don't. It's I'm done. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. like I I I never thought that would happen in my life, and it did. And so now I'm like, well, then I'm then I'm I'm not going to be hubris and imagine that it would happen again. Mm. So it's like I think yeah. You know, I'm always going to do stuff that I I love, but I don't, you know, doing something doesn't necessarily make me want to do that thing again. It just makes me want to do other things that bring me as much excitement and joy as that first thing brought me.
1: You know what I mean? How
0: do you you feel? I mean, as a YouTuber who's been making content for a decade Mm -hmm. and on a platform that has evolved so much, what are the things that you look at as like untapped areas of your like, Creativity in that world. Do you know what I mean? Like what still inspires you about YouTube 10 years in?
1: Yeah Um. I mean The thing that I've always kind of stuck with is just making content that speaks true to me You know, I feel like there's so many waves of trends, you know Depending on the type of thumbnails you do and the titles and the type of content and you know the style of content like there's so many trends that come in and out um, and, you know, there's there's pros to joining them because it can get you so many views so fast. Um, I feel like I've always just taken, like, the lone wolf route of just... Not really collaborating that often like I mean, I'm obvious. I obviously have so many best friends that also make YouTube videos and have just, you know We've been in each other's videos and photos and everything for so many years, but um, But
0: it's not like Dobrik style. It's not like no, a party every video. No,
1: like vlog squad team. Yeah. 10 bullshit. Yeah. yeah Not that that's bullshit, but like I've never really done that um, and I think that's brought frustration in times because I felt like, oh my God, am I not taking advantage of what I have right now? And, you know, going out and reaching out to every single resource that I can. Um, But now looking back on it, I'm so proud of everything that I've made and it's all felt like it's aligned with who I am and my persona and sort of my style and aesthetic of things. And I think I'm at this point now where... I've kind of come full circle, and YouTube is such a fun thing for me. Mm. Um, you know, even just like getting an iPad and learning how to use Procreate and being able to draw my own fonts instead of, you know, having to use some preset font, kind of like adds this like scrapbooky personalization yeah. to it.
0: That's been a cool thing to watch you evolve into your videos.
1: Mm. Like it's sort of the thing that's so exciting about being able to date someone who also makes art is, you know, when you produce a new song, like you come into the kitchen, you're like, listen to this and you put on the speakers and I start working on a video and I bring in my computer, I'm like, watch this. Yeah, it's really like, fun. Like we both kind of like show each other what we're making. And then we show the timeline of just like, look at all these th- things cut up and stacked on top of each other. And this th- turns Yeah, look into that. at how much
0: work this was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. You were talking um, the other
0: day about wanting to get uh, acquainted with Photoshop.
1: Yeah. I can't believe, I, like, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but I think it's hilarious. Sorry for blowing In, up your spot. No, 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 you're fine. In all my 10 years of making YouTube, I'm still making my thumbnails on pickmonkey.com, which is like, <laughs> might as well be, I don't even know. Um, just like those random websites that kids used to make, like their Facebook pro- profiles off of, Yeah, where it's like a black and white photo with just like colorful stickers everywhere that right. say like... I don't know. Have like that? Yeah,
0: hundred percent. Have that
1: like pointy S, you know, where you make the six lines and you oh, connect it all. So funny.
0: No, I <laughs> um, love that. I wanted to talk about that because I feel that that is like a, a thing that people I, like. You know, I get so many like DMs and shit that are like, "What software do you use? What mm-hmm. plugin do you?" And my like, I can tell everybody, and it's like, I'm. They're no secret, but to me it's like, you actually just need to have good ideas with like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you can make something great on pickmonkey.com as long as you have the right idea. Yeah. And I think people think that the the key to success lies behind a paywall of like having
1: the best equipment and I have to spend a
0: thousand dollars on this thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to like just spend that money when you've made money on your art. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I didn't really spend money on music equipment until I had made money from my music. It's kind of, like, one of the things I promised myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I was, like, I'm not really going to, like... I think I I remember, like, buying a new iMac or something. Like, I had my first iMac that I, like, saved up money for when I was, like, 13. And -hmm. I'd also, like, I got to be in a movie, so I made some money from that. And I bought an iMac. And then, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't buy another one until I was, like, 19, I think. And Mm -hmm. I was, like, you know what? Like, I've actually made enough money from my songs to, like pay for this made me really happy yeah but again pick monkey fuck yeah that shit's (laughs) awesome
1: totally i think like in the grand scheme of you know what i've got going on and what i'm working towards to kind of cap off this part of the conversation sure um i don't know it's it's so tricky because i started youtube in seventh grade you know purely as a hobby and of course there was interest in beauty and fashion and editing and being on camera and all these little aspects that kind of, you know, make up YouTube and being a YouTuber. But it's so hard to pinpoint where all of this is going to lead to. You know what I mean?
0: Like, what, 20 years from now? Yeah. Got it.
1: I mean, so many YouTubers have ventured off into so many, you know, great different business owning and and writing books and all like there's so many different things you can do and i think i'm still trying to figure out what that thing is for me like you know i'm going on a million auditions but the shit that i'm going up for like actors who've been acting since they were three years old are also going in those rooms and yep. that's something you can't fully rely on and put your trust into because it's the you most you can't cast yourself Exactly. Yeah. Unless you fucking write something, you know?
0: Well, totally. I, yeah, I mean, that's we, it's been a talking point of ours since the beginning of our relationship. Is mm-hmm. like the, the sort of, like, the fact that you're a self-starter with YouTube, you know, allows you to uh, be the, the uh, author of your own life, mm-hmm. you know? And my feeling as a teenage actor was that I was never in control of anything. Yeah. And even when I would get on a show for a day or two, I I would feel sort of like helpless.
1: Was there like a distinct moment when you were like, I don't want to do this anymore? Because I don't. I mean, here's the thing. I know you're not like fully closing the and doors s- on I hadn't acting. I not sworn at all, it off. But you went from like going on a bunch of auditions to, you know, really getting into music. Was it? Was it after Ocean Eyes that I took, you were like, I'm gonna slow down on? I it
0: anyway. I want I've wanted to be a musician since i was like 11 years old
1: that's uh, yeah that's kind of always and i
0: love acting and i loved uh, uh, you know doing the things i got to do Mm -hmm. but i remember very vividly you could probably ask her i remember meeting with my acting agent when i was like 14 okay um and i remember
1: before glee Glee, yeah before
0: i think before yes before glee anyway I remember meeting with her and I remember she was like, you know, if you had to, she was like, you don't, but if you had to pick one between like, you know, being a musician and being an actor, I was like, oh, I'm a musician. And I, and I would pick, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I was like, I'm not pretending this is a hard question. Mm-hmm. I love music right. and I really like
1: Because acting. she probably noticed how much time you're putting into your bands. And... I'd already
0: written tons of songs. I was yeah. already playing a show. You know, I really cared. I was very passionate. Yeah. Um,
1: Is that? Are you still with... That's... You're not with that agent. I'm not, right? no. Yeah.
0: Although I love them. I think they're mm-hmm.
1: great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was... You know, I've always felt that way. And again, like, I totally would do a thing again in the world of acting. Mm-hmm. But probably something, you know... Wait, I th-
1: who did I say that you should play was it uh um was it bowie
0: i think you were very kind and said i should play Bowie because
1: we were watching um w- uh the movie oh rocket man we're watching rock yeah we're watching rocket man and i was like i want to see you in something like this because you're saying you. you can dance you can act and we i think we we're googling like who could you play and look like and it, it's got to be bowie i so think i, think I look like saying... a
0: young sting yeah. If you look up photos of Sting Young, yeah, 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 we have yeah, a different yeah. nose, but pretty much the rest of the face is yeah. the same. We
1: could do some prosthetics or something, yeah, exactly. like figure that out. Give um, me a nose job. I'm only bringing this up to like throw it out into the universe. Yeah. yeah. Because... You heard
0: you heard it here, Kerry Fukunaga, <laughs> direct a Sting biopic, and let me play Sting. There you go. And then I'll have to suck helium before every shot because it has Does he... a beautifully high voice and I do not.
1: Can, try to go as high as you can. <laughs>
0: um
1: And then I'll go as low as I can.
0: Well high high as I can. I'm gonna push my microphone away. <laughs> I can't even do this. Okay, say um,
1: Hey, how's it going? In the highest voice. Hey, how's it going?
0: It's like about as high. <laughs> okay, as I but can go.
1: realistic now. Like you're you're a pre pre pubescent boy.
0: uh the, you mean the thing that I just did was bogus and I Yeah, that was it.
1: that was like a cartoon yeah. voice. Like let's take it seriously for well, a second.
0: Well I mean <laughs> what is previous is like,
1: hey Claudia, how's okay, it? Okay, 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 okay. Sound like yourself, but just higher.
0: Uh so this is myself.
1: This is myself just higher, maybe, right? Yeah.
0: I mean that doesn't sound like a kid. This just sounds crazy. Yeah. Go as low as you can go.
1: Hi. Okay, wait. Oh low. <laughs> <laughs> That's as low as I can go. Um I can go pretty low. Like yeah. I'm an alto. Not a singer, but if I was, I'd be an alto. Mm. I can talk this low. Hello. That's is that low.
0: Yeah, that's one oh. of the one of the only <laughs> things Billy has found worth making fun of you for is sometimes I'll pick up a call of yours on speakerphone, and mm-hmm. Billy will be like, "Hey, babe, how's it hey going?" <laughs> <laughs> and
1: sometimes my laughs are really low too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, I have a story.
1: I can't wait to hear this story. You guys, before we pressed record, he was hopping around this room. He was like, you have your list of things you want to talk about? Do you? Do you? Because I have a story. You're not in it, and you don't know about it, and I can't wait to tell you this story. Is this is a story <laughs>
0: I remembered very recently, because I was, I was watching Instagram stories, and I was like, I okay. have to talk about this. Okay,
1: I'm excited.
0: Um, Summer of 2018.
1: So this was right before we met, because we met September 18th. Yes, summer of I mean.
0: 2018. Yep. Probably probably just the the brink of summer for like may. It was whatever it was the day is before. Is may
1: considered summer? Eh, it's June not is June summer.
0: is summer, but so 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 spring 2018. Okay. Day before Drake's album came out. Whatever okay. day that was. Yeah. Um Billy and I went and saw Post Malone at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. This was right on the sort of turning point of our lives becoming strange. So we we went we went GA. We were like, let's go see Post Malone. Okay. Got ourselves tickets. Had our dad drop us off at the bowl. Walked ourselves into the bowl.
1: Wow, life was so different.
0: We thought. <laughs>
1: that could never happen
0: But now. it was absolute chaos. It oh, was, was it? It was chaos. It Damn. was like thousands of kids running at Billy. And it was just me and her. Mm-hmm. And uh it's and so the
1: last thing you've done. It was
0: the last thing we spent. did in public that way. But I was suddenly sort of... I felt so scared for her because it was like so many kids running at her, and I was, um, you know, just her big brother, but functioning as her bodyguard. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, being nice to kids, but going like, uh, yeah, just, you know, like if they wanted a picture, and Billy said yes, I'd be like, just just get your one one picture, and I'd be kind of like hurrying people, you know, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, like thank you know, thanks so much for coming and saying hi, it's so you're, nice of you, but but it's just like mobby, you you're know, being what I mean? the
1: jerk so that she can be the nice person.
0: Exactly, I always want Billy to to only be nice. Yeah. So like I can. I can be like all right th- thanks so much for seeing you know whatever mm-hmm. anyway we get to our seat and we had really nice seats cuz our uh booking agent gave us really nice seats which is shout out Tom Windsor it's very sweet of him and we had nice seats in a kind of a private section and so I thought oh we're probably pretty good and we were totally not because everybody in the private section of the bowl is just like a rich 13 year old of like a parent who plays Mm. lacrosse or some shit Mm -hmm. and so it's just all kids like and and again we're like in our seats and so like we can't even go anywhere so there's just kids coming up and getting selfies and these these kids keep coming up and it's like the openers are on and i just feel bad because we're so distracting yeah and these this guy comes up and he's like he's like Billy Eilish, woo! And he's like yelling, <laughs> and he's like doing that thing that I hate that people do, where he's like filming himself with the person in the background. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. So Billy's just like in the background, and he's like, hell yeah, like, like, woo, Billy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, sir, like, like. Like, like, can we help you in any way or whatever? And he's like, sir, just trying to, because it's like annoying. You know what I mean? Totally. And he's also an adult. Like I have a real tolerance for like a 13 year old doing that. Cause like when I was 13, I would have been so excited to meet any musician I listened to. Right. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I'm like, this is kind of like a lot you know what I mean?
1: Not the time. No, it's like, like
0: during a concert and he's, and he's literally just screaming. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, just, just like, if you want to take a photo, like, just don't, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he takes it. I'm like, all right, thank you, sir. Like, have a great, you know, just trying to get rid of him. And uh, and then you know, sort of, those incidents keep happening all night. It's mm-hmm. a long night of that. And um, two days later, I'm watching someone's Instagram, <clears throat> and they've they've sent us a thing that's like, um, you know that that celebrity Spencer Pratt.
1: Oh my God, do I know him?
0: Yeah. Yes. So someone was like, Spencer. Loved that show. So. <laughs> <laughs> they go. Spencer Pratt uh, is streaming Ocean Eyes on his on his Snapchat or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's cute, and I go to Spencer Pratt's Snapchat. And I'm like, he looks really familiar.
1: Oh, wait. <laughs> and I go, Billy.
0: Where did we know this guy from? <laughs> because he was the guy you were yelling at at the Hollywood Bowl.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, I think you've told me this before. Well, because
0: it's so funny to me. So he, I, without knowing who Spencer Pratt was, just saw the guy who was like, yeah, Billy, woo!" Just screaming and shit. And I was like, sir, like, please step away. Um,
1: and it was Spencer Pratt. And it was Pratt.
0: Spencer Pratt, who, you know, was a sweetheart. And I, I, I mean no ill will against Spencer Pratt. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of the issues with people that have been famous for a long time is you forget that someone's never heard of you. You right, know what I mean? So right, like,
1: right.
0: you know, if I'd watched that show, I would have been delighted about that. Yeah, but you would have been like,
1: Spencer! But
0: because I've never seen, was he married to like Heidi Montag? Yeah. Crazy. Are anyway, they still? I have no idea. Um, they probably are. Anyway, super nice guy, but just without knowing who they were, like when somebody's not shy,
1: mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, this is a lot.
0: Anyway, that's oh my, my that's my story.
1: That's a good one.
0: And I just remembered that because the other day I saw a video of Spencer Pratt being what, a sweetheart. He's video? super sweet.
1: I don't know, you know, just you
0: know, talking about safer at home or something, like mm, doing his part, right. being a sweetheart. He has really cute kids. Does he? Really cute. Oh damn. Yeah, super super cute. Anyway, wow. yeah, but that was kind of the last time we went out, um, like in a big way in public like that, because it was so mm. unsafe. To be totally real. Um. So your mom April Fools' deal.
1: Oh <sighs> Yeah. You wanna talk about it? Yeah, we have this family DM group chat that uh, I can't believe you're you're the only one that's not in it. And I think you're you're blessed. You're like, yeah, yeah, you're happy about that. I love your family. Because
0: no just disclaimer, I love my, your family. My
1: parents are in it, my brothers, their significant others. And then just me. <laughs> Honestly though, I so much of it is in Polish and oh I guess well I guess Lauren doesn't know Polish but anyways um yeah April 1st you know April Fools no one thought anyone would be making any jokes in these times
0: pretty much no one did to be fair like
1: yeah that's true
0: I didn't see any public April Fools shit
1: yeah and I didn't get any others yeah none of like we're pregnant and then like they're not none of that um Anyways, my mom DM'd us in the morning and she was like, we have to fly back to Poland, smiley or frowny face, which I I mean, leaves so much to... The imagination, you except know, it's like, a very believable thing. Oh, it was like one your of your say. parents sick or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a dramatic woman. Anyways, um <laughs> like you know, Marson messages my oldest brother, and he's like, "What? What? You know? Why?" Um, and I just immediately caught it. I was like, "Nope, that's that's sus. That's not happening." With no explanation, definitely not happening. Did You're you, not traveling. Did you
0: think it was April Fools' though?
1: Um, I didn't. No, I didn't think it was April Fools', but I just thought oh, she's being dramatic. <laughs> Oh, this is making me sound like such a bad daughter. Um, And then like an hour later, she called me. And she so was like ready to April Fool's Me. She was like, like she was fully playing the bit. Best actress I know. Hi. Hey, mom. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. So you guys aren't flying to Poland, right? Well... April Fools!
0: She actually said April Fools. April was, Fools. April Fools, yeah. which is so cute.
1: So I don't know if this is in lieu of April Fools or if it's in, in addition to, but there is a tradition in Poland that's called Schmingus Dingus, um, which is kind of plays in the same spirit of it, but it full, it only surrounds... Uh, the splashing of water, as far as like my family's <laughs> tradition and anyone Naturally. that I've talked about it with. So, you're supposed to like, you know, throw water on someone and be like, ha ha, shmingus dingus, yes. which is like so mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, you're supposed to put like a bucket under the door or something. So, growing up, I mean, yeah, it was sort of like a constant war. Like, my mom would wake us up with a bowl of water. And just like pour water on us or my brother and i would do it to your each other. mom was
0: too much fun like she <laughs> do you know what i mean like okay that's like that's borderline child abuse but so fun
1: yeah it's pretty funny but i don't know because she did shit like that but also she was like the paranoid mother that would mm. make us wear helmets when we rode scooters scooters like around our block that had dead ends i had
0: a helmet mom
1: yeah that's yeah yeah that's i mean
0: incredible. if you didn't have a helmet mom your mom didn't love you as much or (laughs) just wasn't nervous as shit. I mean, my mom was, my mom was
1: so nervous. You know, what's, you know what my mom did that I don't want to do though What is? she has watched, you know, taken and all these scary movies. (laughs) And like, I grew up thinking that I was going to get raped anytime I was like alone in public.
0: Uh, Well, I, I was, uh, you know, six feet tall by the time I was 13 and thought I was going to get abducted until I was like 20.
1: Anytime we're in shopping malls, which my mom would drag us around shopping all the time, she'd be like, if you go away, like, you're going to get kidnapped and you're going to get, like, it was, <laughs> she was so nervous about that. And I, yeah, anyways.
0: You know what, though? Not to get like crazy dark. Was it I productive? F- I don't know. I feared it my whole childhood also. Yeah. I um, knew a person a couple years ago who, who was in, uh, I think Chinatown in mm-hmm. LA mm-hmm. with their family. Oh, no. And some guy in Chinatown, they were just, like, walking. and You know, they weren't all holding hands as a family. Right. And some guy walked really quickly past her, her little brother, who, you know, let's pretend at the time was, like, four or five, mm-hmm. and just grabbed him really tight by the arm and just started walking away with him. And the, the parent screamed and ran after him, and he let go of the kid and ran off. Oh, but, like, how God. crazy is that?
1: It's that easy and that fast.
0: Like, how crazy? You know? Like, I can't believe shit like that. It's, like, happening. That's
1: crazy. I
0: mean, I, I oh, feared it so my scary. whole life, but isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Happy
0: ending is the kid was not abducted, which is great. That's good. But crazy. Um,
1: do you ever feel like that now? Because I know, I mean... You know, not that we've gone anywhere in public recently, but like especially like before I was dating you and I would go out with friends and you'd call your Uber and have to walk a block alone or whatever. Like I definitely when I'm walking the streets of this city alone at night, the whole time I'm like looking behind my shoulders, like walking fast. Um, I'm always thinking about that shit.
0: I fear getting mugged more than getting abducted. The only place I've been in the last couple of years where I felt like I, I was unsafe and it's a funny thing. I was, we went to Mexico City to play a show mm-hmm. And Mexico City didn't feel super unsafe to me, but we had a really intense police presence with us. Mm-hmm. We had you know uh, uh, police on, on bikes and security in, in van. we had bulletproof glass on our van. There was so much extra protection for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. that I felt that there was danger does that make sense yeah. you know what i mean i felt like why would we have all of this safety if there wasn't danger mm-hmm. so that was like the only place where it was like oh my god somebody maybe somebody will like you know
1: right it's like the, the situation around you and the setup it made you feel more freaked than like exactly
0: if you went somewhere and they said oh before you go on stage put this bulletproof vest on you'd yeah. be scared the whole show
1: well do you remember that one show i forgot where it was but it was like your first show of your first tour and i was with you oh
0: and you were like is and there i was security like here? is there
1: like are they doing any metal, metal detectors, detectors or, and stuff yeah. i don't know why i think because something happened recently and i was just kind of freaking out
0: yeah like well but that's you know, sweet some of you shooting
1: of the many shootings that Oh, horrible happen. um what is like your biggest um do you have nightmares anymore yeah what is what's like your least favorite kind of nightmare that you have
0: Um, I think my least favorite nightmare is one of the ones where you like, where it's realistic enough that you wake up Mm -hmm. and you're still dealing with it. Right, A nightmare where like a close family member of yours is is hurt or dead. Mm. Or a nightmare where you've done something shitty. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Guilt. A guilty nightmare where you wake up and you're like, (gasps) and then you realize like it was all a dream. But the more common thing to me is like ridiculous nightmares, right? (laughs) Like I had some nightmare recently that I was like, in a sort of a haunted house, mm. running away from something. You know, just like one of those yeah. where, you, where you wake up sweaty. What Classic, about you? you're
1: trying to run away, but you can't run Yeah, you don't know where you're going. Na- yeah, what about um, you? Well, I recently had a dream about my teeth, which... Horrible. You know, according to the internet and Google, has so many different meanings. Right. But it's always, oh, it, like, every so often I'll have dreams about, like, my, molar, my molars. Why did that sound weird? Um, decaying or, Oof. like, crumbling. Awful. So creepy. Um, I don't know what made me think of this, maybe because we were talking about shootings, but I remember in elementary school or maybe middle school having a nightmare that happened in my elementary school and like.
0: It took place the in actu- elementary school? Yeah, it happened Very in realistic. The school.
1: It happened in the school and there was like a war happening Oof. and all of the hallways of the school were trenches.
0: Oh, And we wow. were like,
1: running through trenches. It was crazy. It was really scary.
0: You had a dream while I was on tour that I left you for Greta Thunberg. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I did. That's so funny. Wow. Yeah, I think what happened in my dream was that she was joining you guys to... I think maybe she was like your opener. She was speaking <laughs> before your shows or something. Wow,
0: lucky us. That would be awesome. Um, which is
1: honestly could, an amazing idea. I wish we
0: could bring her on tour to do that. Be, right? That would be awesome.
1: I mean, you'd be... Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's already got so many eyes on her though, which is great, Yeah. but that would be cool. Anyways, I, I don't know why you suddenly started dating her. She's like so young.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It would be illegal. It'd be horrible.
1: (laughs) But that's the thing is like dreams are, you can't explain them. Do you think that dreams mean anything?
0: Um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to go so far as to say no, Mm -hmm. but I think nightmares play on like what things you're afraid of, right? Right. Like when people survive trauma, like they have nightmares about their trauma, yeah. you know? Um and then, you know, I've obviously had like good dreams about like the things that I want. Like if I'm spending weeks away from you on a tour, like I'll have a dream where I get to see you and wake up like sad because mm-hmm. I'm not with you. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't, I don't think they mean nothing, but I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're premonitions at all.
1: I think it's yeah, I believe that it's just super internal what your subconscious subconscious is telling you like if you're in a stressed period of your life or right exactly you're missing something you're wanting something but i guess i i don't really believe in the whole like if this person shows up in your dream that means that you're also in their dream like i I don't think it's that
0: do you believe in ghosts
1: oh my god i don't know i've never had an experience that's led me to believe that me neither I've actually had one but I really can't explain it. Um so bringing my my mom back into this conversation. She really believes that she can feel and sense energy and ghosts. She's very spiritual. Very spiritual. Um and My mom
0: is fairly spiritual too.
1: Yeah. She my mom is pretty certain that my house, you know, back in Chicago is uh has haunted. ghosts. Yeah. Maybe not haunted but has some spirits in it and um, she's you know just recounted stories that just sound crazy to me and I'm like how do you even make you can't how like how do you make that up in your head you know Mm, what I mean where it's totally and I've also just heard other crazy stories of people telling me things where I'm like, well, if I had seen that, I would also believe in ghosts.
0: Yeah. You know? I think it's got a lot to do with that. I think like I've never...
1: I've got a little story. Go for it. And I don't know how to explain it. Okay. I only have one, you know. Encounter. So it was in my Chicago house and I was turning on the shower to start, you know, heating up the water. And... I was just in my bathroom, very tiny bathroom. And like, I swear to God, I did not touch the shower curtain, but I heard and saw in front of my eyes something like, so if the the shower is being covered
0: uh huh, by a curtain,
1: yeah, by a curtain, exactly. The bathtub, my curtains, it looked like something wide pushed into the curtains and then pushed it out. Like if kind of like away from me mm. and the only way that like the only thing that i don't know there's no explanation to that but it freaked me the fuck out it like you know when you get like the creepy crawly feeling like in your scalp yes and like on your skin when your hair
0: stands up yeah. yeah
1: your hair stands up and like i just froze and ran out of my bathroom oh. because i didn't touch the curtain i don't know why i did that could it have been like the the temperature change in the air Who that knows? moved? but it was like a full fucking push into the curtain i don't know that's my only like creepy experience that um i can recount so nothing has ever happened to you that's led you to believe that there's something else like messing with you know
0: um no nothing specifically i mean i will say like and this is just getting so dorky but like (laughs) I think there's there are elements of, like, physics and energy that we don't understand mm. as people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I think there are things that we can sort of feel with our body that we don't understand kind of scientifically yet. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that, in some ways, is, like, what people, uh, you know, think of as ghosts, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, like, I guess that's kind of an interstellar explanation. Right. But you know what I mean? like there's like that kind of when something washes over you like Mm -hmm. a feeling yeah i don't know what that is but like sometimes sometimes you're in a place that has a crazy energy you know
1: right if suddenly you're super cold or
0: yeah exactly and it's and it's not to do it but how do you explain
1: because i've been told stories where like someone literally saw that chandelier like
0: yeah, shaking. Yeah, shaking, people, I mean, but people in like see a circular people. people see like a ghost. I you know. know. It's crazy. Um, I don't, listen, I haven't had an experience, so I can't, I can't like uh, wrap my head around it with my personal experience and go like, well, this is what, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I, I believe, I believe people's experiences. I don't mm. think in my like personal life, I like fear ghosts at all. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't, I don't like not believe people. I don't think they're lying to me.
1: I know. It's weird. I don't. I feel like a lot of people come to the conclusion of, like, if if you're someone who is open to it or something, then it's easier for you to, mm. you know? Yeah. But if, if you're closed off and you don't want to think about it or whatever, yeah. that it, it doesn't happen <laughs> to you. You know, that's you've funny. heard that. Um, and I sort of take the... Whether I believe that or not, yeah. I, that's the approach that I'm taking. Like, I think with this house, you know... It's on. It's almost a hundred years old. It's an old house. It was built in like you know what the nineteen twenties or something. Yes. Um. And I remember especially early on before we even had peaches. I have I'd spent a handful of nights here alone. Yes. Because you started touring and you were out traveling or whatever. Um. And you know, the thought has crossed my mind if this house had any sort of spirit or energy or anything um, that was still here and I didn't feel anything and I've never been spooked by this house, thank God. Which is great. But I think also...
0: Your mom says there's no spirits in this house. I know.
1: That truly was like the final, the blessing that I needed was my mother being like, I don't feel anything here. This the is fact a place. <laughs> that there
0: would be spirits in your other house is odd to me because your dad built it by hand. I know. How how would they get there? Maybe You're the they only were, family maybe that lives there. Maybe
1: they were in the house.
0: In the bones. In
1: Yeah, or um, yeah, in the old house that used to be on that same plot of land. We also were right next to a graveyard, like across the street. Our neighbors across the street, their backyard was next to a huge graveyard. <laughs>
0: Well, that's, I mean, there you go. That's, right. That's spooky.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's pretty, pretty spooky.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Um, are you look, looking forward to anything in this coming week? Um, Other than flattening see. the curve?
1: <laughs> right. Um, well... I don't know. I feel like I st- there's all these like little, cute, innocent things that people are spending their time doing, like making puzzles or mm-hmm. painting. I've been really wanting to do this. Um, I want to paint Peaches like one of my French girls, essentially. <laughs> um, Chris Clemens helped me think of that idea for a video. But, you know, I bought this fuzzy red blanket, and I want to prop Peach on it, and I have all these fake fruits to place around her. But... When that day comes, I've been trying to do it just without the fruits and it's already, you know, a challenge, but I really want to like assort some fruits around her, but she keeps trying to eat it. Anyways, I want to take a photo, paint her like a Renaissance (laughs) style You have to take a photo
0: because she is not a still life.
1: Oh God, no. She's not going to
0: sit in the same spot for eight hours. Absolutely
1: not. Unless you just had like a never ending, like squeezy tube of peanut butter, just like constantly pushing out in front of her face. You're
0: using one hand to paint and the other hand is covered in peanut butter for eight hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really funny. Um, so I want to do those sorts of things. Yeah, you got to um, do that. I think, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to, since I've worked from home with YouTube. I feel like I've been doing a lot of filming and editing, which is which is great because I it's have the to privilege to continue yeah. to keep up with my routine and and work on videos and stuff. But I felt like this past week has been, like, a lot of computer screen time. Yeah, And I kind of want to get off of that. Um, I get that. And just do things sort of in real life. What about you? What are you looking forward to this week?
0: Um, I think Billy and I are going to make some more music, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And um, I... Uh, I I agreed to to score a film, and so I'm excited to uh, dive into that this week. It's gonna be a slow, long process, but I'm really excited. I decided mm. I've decided. I think I told you this. I want to do a film a year yeah. at least yeah. for the next like ten years. That's sick. I think it'll be really fun. I think I'll just learn so much. Mm. You know,
1: um, is that why you were playing the soundtrack to? Um the social network yes. the other day yeah. to sort of get inspired. Well that's that my, soundtrack is amazing
0: that's I mean, that's my favorite film probably. Yeah. And definitely like the soundtrack is one of the reasons why. I think that film is so
1: isn't it always music just sticks yeah, with you so totally. well. Totally.
0: And that movie is so so just, you know, dialogue heavy mm-hmm. and that that soundtrack is the is the mood. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of the conversations nice. are about, you know, this lawsuit. Of who owns Facebook, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like the music is the tone of like you know. why it's, you know, it's, it's so cool. Trent Reznor and Attica, Atticus Ross are always dope. They did Gone Girl too. Oh wow! Yeah, they've done so much cool shit.
1: I also really love the soundtrack to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
0: John Bryan,
1: really good. He, I have that like on my Spotify playlist. We, I love. We met the him song. at the
0: at the Vanity Fair party. Oh really? Yeah, he was okay. really nice.
1: We meet so many people, I'm like uh, I don't know. Classic like flex. classic like <laughs> you well <laughs> we meet it's so, not we it's meet not so a, many no 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 people. no no it's oh, not I a flex because I'm just showing my ignorance. Um every time it happens, you like whisper in my ear and you're like, This is so and so. They've done this. Or like they produce I this. Always and I'm do like, that. like, Oh shit, yeah, I know that. <laughs>
0: it's kind of pure review. Of I feel like I don't know why I'm like this, but I, I know
1: You know fucking everything. I know everybody's like, name. Done.
0: And like, every like, what everybody looks like because I just unbelievable Google this everybody. endless
1: catalog of like,
0: yeah, who every, worked on what, yeah, but yeah, it's like my favorite. It's well, because you're always really nice, you're like, you're nice to people like you know. I mean, that's kind of a shitty thing to say, you're super nice to everybody. And so sometimes I think you must know who the person is because you're right. being so like, nice Like I'll to them. have
1: this, cri- like, like what happens often at these events or parties, whatever, is we split off because yeah. someone's bothering you and I'm like, well, I'm not going to stand there. So I yeah. go off and I talk yeah, to you someone. Yeah, you really disappear on me. And then, <laughs> and then we rejoin and you're like, they did blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no fucking way. So I thought funny. it was just some random, like, I don't even know. Yeah. But, um,
0: they, uh, the, we're, we're neighbors nice. with Tyson Ritter, the lead singer of the All American Rejects, mm-hmm. and he's. A friend of mine and we uh, uh you know I own, I just call him Tyson so I was like oh let's say hi to Tyson on the street whatever because he was outside mm-hmm. and and we walk away and you're like who is that again and I'm like the lead singer of the all-american rejects and you're like oh my god and I'm like gives you hell just, yeah we the secret, songs and I just along. started like, rumbling, oh my god yeah but you were so nice to him which yeah. is pure and then we know? all
1: got bagels
0: we did all get bagels and then the world ended <laughs> now <laughs> I don't get to see him anymore Oh, good times, memories. Um,
1: so, how do you feel about this whole face mask update? Because a few days ago, yeah, um, was it was it our mayor that declared, or what, what is it, is this a nationwide thing? I mean,
0: I'm following our mayor's declaration of it, but yeah. I'm I'm sure the CDC feels the same way at this point. But yeah, Eric Garcetti. By the time people hear this, it'll be April 6th. On I think April 3rd. Mm. Garcetti posted that every Angelino in public should wear a face whether mask. you
1: have it or not. Should be. I wearing guess
0: it's one. just so easy, or at
1: least something like cotton or yeah, cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be.
0: Co- that, that was his words: covering the face. Yeah. We we did it. This was the third yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was the fourth, and so yeah. yesterday was like our first walk with that knowledge. So mm-hmm. we we walked with our faces covered. Um, I mean it sucked, but like
1: it really sucked.
0: But you know, that's I wanna keep people safe. I wanna keep myself safe. Yeah. So I'm happy to obey. Yeah, but and it and did it suck
1: claustrophobic real fast and Yeah, and it fogs and up then, your and glasses and your, whatever. Yeah. It sucks. It does. But,
0: you know, listen you do you the, with it, yeah. it's like the only inconvenience on our lives. Like we can fucking take it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. People working twenty four hour shifts at a hospital.
1: All um, of those videos of nurses just describing what's going on in the hospital horrible you know some quitting their jobs because of just you know the extreme measures that they have to take and the lack of supplies and everything it's so oh my gosh it's it's heartbreaking it is
0: it's really really dark your
1: mom is doing something really awesome i don't think we fully talked about it last week she helped start this initiative called um
0: Support and feed.
1: Support and feed, which is supporting local restaurants out here in Los Angeles that are plant-based and supporting them by giving people the opportunity to donate money to those restaurants. And those restaurants will take that money, make food of that worth. And once they have enough, they send it off to hospitals, shelters, people who need them. Um, so it's
0: two birds, one stone. It's yeah. feeding hospital workers who deserve food and mm-hmm. deserve really good food. Mm-hmm. And it's also uh, keeping providing those businesses uh, uh, alive. Yes, income for a restaurant that might otherwise be tanking because nobody can come eat there because yeah. they're closed. Yeah. So you're keeping your favorite restaurants in business and you're feeding hospital workers or people at shelters mm-hmm. or people in need. So um,
1: Support and Feed has a website and you can see which locations are. Um, you know, providing providing and are part of the program yeah. but um what we discovered and it's been so easy is a lot of it is working through postmates so if you're yeah. ordering from like crossroads or um donut friend you mm-hmm. can order some food for yourself but also there's like a support and feed in all caps option and you just choose the value
0: yeah, of exactly. how much you want to donate and You can, and you can donate so as little easy. as like five dollars yeah you, know, you can donate hundreds of dollars which is what we've been doing but you can donate like just uh, the smallest amount mm-hmm. so you know and that's that's the way i always think it's like you don't have to go to an extreme to be a helpful person you can mm-hmm. do as as little as you know as you have and that mm-hmm. still makes a difference you know yeah. what i mean it's like if everybody does a little then everybody benefits and obviously mm-hmm. like this disclaimer goes to anybody you know we know there are a lot of people who are now unemployed and um you know, I understand money gets tighter and tighter in times like this. But um, if you have any to spare for the people that are working to save lives right now, it's a good uh, it's a good thing to do. And mm-hmm. also, while we can't go out to any of our favorite restaurants, I have a great fear that they're all going to go out of business.
1: I know. In the,
0: I mean, I think Swingers is closed now, yeah. which sucks. Yeah um
1: that's going to be weird is driving through los angeles and seeing what businesses are closed down
0: yeah so i i have a desire to keep as many open as possible because i love them
1: i mean you know i i wasn't thinking about this before but think about all the different small businesses that are even just like you know nail salons and hair salons and all these things that people obviously are not going to and they have to close yeah all of those you know
0: i know it's crazy it's a a crazy thing to—it's going to uh,
1: it's gonna be really weird through coming through out on like the other
0: side of this. Super, super weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cuomo, governor of New York, was sort of asked about like you know well, that guy that we, we listened to a podcast called The Daily that Claudia got me into, mm-hmm. and the host of the podcast is like he talks like this. He's like, "What would you say to the people whose yeah. income has been compromised by this coronavirus Today situation?"
1: Is yeah. March seventh. The Daily. Yeah.
0: Um, and I uh, love it. Yeah, and he was interviewing Cuomo a couple of weeks ago, and he said, Wait, what would you say to the people who are losing their jobs and losing their apartments to this? And Cuomo, who has put an, a moratorium on eviction, so hopefully most people are not losing their apartments, although I'm mm-hmm. sure tons are, which just sucks. But um, Cuomo said, you know, I hope none of your family members die from this, because that is all we're trying to prevent Life is temporary, you know, life or whatever, life, death is permanent, mm. uh, you know, financial hardships are temporary, um, you know, which is that's that's obviously the, the goal of everyone here is not to bankrupt the country. It's just to keep people alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of today, um, California is our, our curve is, is flattening pretty well.
1: Yeah, we're slowing we're down sl- on the spread. We're slowing
0: down on the spread. I think New York is supposed to peak in like five or six days. California is not supposed to peak for another like, like 20. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, we're, we're again, like, I, I don't even want to say awesome. It's just, we're just lucky, mm-hmm. you know. And we were talking about this on our drive yesterday. It's like, everybody turns into like, you know, like a, we, we all, we all rally around our community, right? I want mm-hmm. Los Angeles to do well. I want California to do well, mm-hmm. you know. And, um. But the world doesn't go back to normal until it's the whole world, you know. Mm-hmm. Until the entire world is past this, we don't get to go back on tour. We don't get to travel to wonderful parts of the world, mm-hmm. you know. The spread still. We are as
1: fast as our slowest member. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, so I'm I'm rooting for everybody on this. Yeah. Um, I see our hourglass timer is is getting close wow. to running out. Are there are there any things you want to touch on that we so haven't think... yet in our hour?
1: Um. I don't know. I I hope everyone is just being um, nice to themselves and and doing doing what you can, but also what you feel like doing. Um, You know, I think there's, like, a lot of pressures of, like, with all this found time, you should be creating and you should be learning new skills and diving into more books that you haven't read. And I think this situation is different for everyone. Everyone's processing it differently.
0: I'm of two minds on that. Sorry to cut you off, but, like, I see, I see all the, like, all the stuff you're talking about, and then I see all the stuff that you are talking about, which is, mm-hmm. like, the people being like, chill out, like, it's okay to chill. Yeah. I will say, and I'm not discouraging people from from just, you know... Hanging out. Hanging out.
1: Playing Animal Crossing. Do whatever
0: you want, be <laughs> kind, be safe. But I will say that the... Th- the things that I've been like, oh, I should do that today. Those are the things that have made me feel better. That's really you know what I'm true. Saying?
1: The things that's just pushing you forward. Yeah.
0: When you do a little bit of work, mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, I'm going to work on this YouTube video or whatever. Or if yeah. I read a script I'm supposed to read or if I, you know, respond to a ton of emails and then, you know, work on something and turn it in. Th- mm-hmm. That stuff makes me feel more uh, accomplished with my day. Mm-hmm. So as great as watching all of Tiger King in one day can be like if you can also answer some emails and that it's like mm-hmm. you might feel a little better. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. I mean, what I've been doing for myself is just kind of giving myself five top tasks and just being like, okay, if I can like make sure I'm up on all my emails and then you know, organize the story for this sponsored post and send that off and i really want to finish the dishwasher and fold up the top you know what i mean like giving yourself just like five tasks for the day good call um and knowing you know guaranteed you're going to feel better about yourself by finishing those i think it it helps to kind of clear your mind and make you feel better um Cause that's the weird thing, right? Is that like, yeah, there's all this found time, and it sort of feels like the world is on pause for the people that are kind of in our position where y- you just have to stay at home. Yeah. Um, it feels like, if yeah, it feels like you're on a pause button, but time is still passing, and that's the weird thing. Yeah. Like now we're starting to see all these posts about people being like okay, well, I said that 2020 was going to be my year, but actually we're going to push it to 2021. And that's the weird thing yeah. is that, like, 2020 is still passing by. Yeah. These months are going by. And when when we are on the other side of this, like, yeah. however many months ahead that is... It's, cra- you know, I think it's, it's
0: going to be that's going to be the period of time where everything is like double speed. Everybody's going to be. That's what
1: we're saying is all these festivals that are being postponed, all these things like next year is going yeah, to be the Olympics craziest year.
0: Wimbledon, everything is going to be postponed. <laughs> yeah. Rescheduled. Yeah. So I think that's I'm in a weird way, like trying to use this time as preparation time. Yeah. Where I'm like. I'm enjoying myself. We're going on long walks. Like Mm -hmm. we're playing some Animal Crossing. Yeah. But I'm also like, listen. If if I want to make an album, I'm not going to wait until this is over.
1: Yeah, exactly. To then
0: start making an album, I'm going to make it now so that when this is over,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we can tour it.
1: You know what I'm going to do today? What
0: are you going to do today? I'm
1: going to download Photoshop and start teaching myself how to use Photoshop. That's what I'm excited about for this week. (laughs) Fuck yeah! (laughs) I need to I need to be a big girl and make big girl thumbnails.
0: Well, thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yeah, thank you guys.
0: Um, This was... We look forward to this every week. We do. It's really fun. And thanks for listening um, to the second episode. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought nobody was going to. I thought people were going to give episode one a try and then bail.
1: You never know. You never know. And also, what do you guys think about sort of the the style of this with with no i mean we covered dreams and ghosts and the pandemic and career goals all in one episode which couldn't get messier but um let us know if you guys like that format i know we don't really have any sort of um you know organization happening here at all but i think that's kind of nice sometimes
0: and to the people saying that i cut claudia off sometimes uh, tell me, tell it. me something I don't know. <laughs> I cut everybody off. He cuts everyone off. Um, yeah. I wish I did it less. I don't even know that I'm doing it when I'm doing it, and I listen yeah. back to the podcast. I'm like, God. honestly,
1: here's the thing. In your defense, though, I came into this episode with honestly nothing on my mind right. besides Animal Crossing. I'm still thinking about and regretting the fact that my pits and peak of the week were fucking spilling matcha and getting Animal Crossing. That's honest. I feel so dumb, <laughs> but uh. No, it's fine. So sometimes when I have some sort of brain block, yeah. you really come in with like anything and it, it's great. You really keep the conversation going. So I, I appreciate um, your, I don't know. Loquaciousness. Kind of, yeah, you've just got a lot on your mind. It's fun to ping pong back with you. Well, I love you. I love you so much. I have to pee desperately. If you have to pee. I'm going to go back to Animal Crossing. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I'm the